Unless we got some pizza taste so good. But you can't slurp a pizza. No, but that's not a dude. You can slurp spaghetti. <laughs> you can slurp things that are slurpable. You can slurp anything if you believe. I don't believe that art. Honestly, that's your first fault. Your first mistake. My first mistake was winning that race. Who says you won the race? I'm here, aren't I? In actuality, what could have happened was you could have uh, could have bargained with the other sperm and be like, hey, they have chicken and ice cream. Oh, so I was just a fucking idiot from time. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's about in line with my with my character so far. Mm. Okay. That's that's intense. <laughs> so good pizza. Hey, this is some good pizza. I'm hungry. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dream Age. But every age is a good age to dream. Can't see it, but I'm doing spirit fingers. Jazz hands. I'm your host, slightly rejuvenated, uh, Jimmy, with... Oh, she just smiled. She knows I'm on some bullshit. <laughs> when are you not? Um, You were never not on your bullshit. You know what? You're right. It's part of the reason why we're... We're married? In this arrangement. You yeah. said married kind of weird. I say everything kind of weird. You know what? You're right. There's a reason why I know when you say you love me, I know that it's only like like a 75% truth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with with my lovely, lovely co-host. Tanavanana. <laughs> what? Yes, Tanavanava. Sure. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And we are... We're back. It's, I won't say it's been a while. It's very obvious that it's been a while. I want to just... It's been a while. Go on a limb here and say that every time we try to make the commitment to be consistent with our episodes again, something goes horribly awry. And Because it, it's never just a, oh, we just haven't posted an episode in a while. It's like, no, something terrible goes wrong. Like me being in the hospital. That's yeah. that's what that's what went wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The last time it was because someone died on my side of the family. The time before that was because somebody died on her side of the family. And this I time, got COVID. And she got COVID, yes. And this time was, she almost died, so you know that that's it's a it's a lot of stuff going on. But we won't bore you with the details. Yeah. At least not right now. Because you know me almost dying is a very boring story. It it really is. <laughs> it really is. But we're we're back. We're gonna continue from the last time about those good remakes that I watched. That apparently exists. I don't believe they, it. They I exist. haven't seen it. Ergo, it doesn't exist. Well, uh, I yes. I'm sorry. That one just slid right out. That pizza. <laughs> that pizza came in. It came right back out. Hope you're enjoying this uh, bodily fluid ASMR. Hey, uh, listen. That just became a part. Our of listeners episode. know what they come here for. 
Do they? They, they come here for the foul, Do for they? the foul language, the good quality entertainment. And our shenanigans. I don't think they do. <laughs> I'm I pretty just... sure they know that they come for the shenanigans. I'm pretty sure they're just... They're... Listen. You know what? I'm not going to judge you. I don't know why y'all here. I thank y'all for being here, but I don't know why you're here. And I'm not going to make assumptions as to why you're Listen, here. I'm going to shenan again. <laughs> sure. Okay? Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. But um, this episode might be relatively uh, short. Um... But we'll we'll see we'll see how we'll we'll see how how the universe plays out this episode. Yeah, I failed on actually doing the one job that I had, which was to watch good remakes. But in my defense, mm-hmm. I have been struggling with my health for the last month <laughs> or so, month or so. Or yeah. so, yeah. It's been it's been a. Uh, Anybody who follows me on my art social medias will also see that I haven't posted any art in quite some time. I'm actually surprised no one has asked me if I'm dead yet. <laughs> uh, I give went, it some time. I went from posting like a few days every week to literally not at all. You know what? Give it some time. Everybody's going to be like, oh, well, she's just taking a short break. Nope. So I was posting again. Hey, you haven't posted in a while. Were you dead? Close. Close. Okay. But, um... I managed to bribe death yet again. Ah, yet again. Remind me, uh... To not piss you off, because you might bribe him to just be like, Hey, my husband, just... Just just, just make it quick and painless. Why would I do that? We agreed that it would just be divorce. Not murder. Not murder. Listen, I already told you. Divorce? Well, you tell me all the time. Divorce is expensive. We could separate. Just, I just hope you don't plan to get married again. Because listen, being still legally married to somebody else is gonna make that just a little bit difficult. I want you to know if we separate, only a little. All I'm gonna say is, is like, you need a break. I'd be like, all right, well, we taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna... I don't think you understand how this uh, separation thing works. It it involves us being apart. Sounds dumb. <laughs> Away from each other. Yeah, still sounds dumb. Okay. But um, yes. For the uh, live action remakes or at least the adaptations, I. She's stealing my pizza. No, I'm not. You can't prove it. You can't see anything. Trust me. Trust me. She stole my pizza. Well, you know, I am a woman. We have this innate ability. To just want to steal food, even when we're not hungry. That is true. That is true. Alright, so the first live-action remake that I watched was Death Note, right? And that was the Netflix adaptation. We don't talk about Death Note. Anyways, right? Well, I did get the opportunity to watch the Japanese version of Death Note, the live-action version. And I gotta say, it was pretty spot on. It was actually pretty good. Like, um, on its own or by comparison? Because uh, if yes. Death Note 2019 was the bar, that bar is so low Satan can reach it. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, maybe, maybe not compare, but on its own. Pretending um, that we never saw this Death okay. Note 2019. Compared, comparatively speaking to Death Note 2019 and compared to the anime, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty spot on. It's actually very close to the source material. Okay. Um, the light is a fucking idiot. 
He's actually smart. Probably because he's actually Japanese this time. I'm sorry. That's racist, but you know what? We'll take that. No, like, you know what? I didn't watch. There's no such thing as Death Note 2019. I don't know what you're talking about. Netflix Netflix didn't do an adaptation of that. It would be weird if they did it, though. That's kind of crazy to think about. It would be crazy. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it it was pretty good. You can imagine if Light was, like, American or something. (laughs) Insane. (laughs) And in Detroit, it was Boston. I think it was Boston. I can't remember. It was I mean, in America. I, I never knew. I, I can't remember something I never knew. Mm, right, right. Excuse the uh, ambiance, if you hear it. We're uh, currently in the midst of a storm. So pardon the thunder and the rain. Thunder. Lightning. So it was fine. Yeah. It, no, it wasn't just fine. It was excellent. Oh, okay. That's high praise. Like, okay. First and foremost, light doesn't really look like... Like, let's be honest. You can't... It's very difficult to get somebody in real life to look like an anime character or a manga character, right? Mm. There's some people who come really close. There are some people who just seem to be born to be an anime character. You leave G-Dragon out of this. And (laughs) you know what? That is perfectly fine. But for a regular Joe Schmo or a guy who is playing the role, he looks like how Light would look like if he was an actual real Japanese guy. Okay. Light looks, uh, sorry, uh, L looks like, uh, like all the characters in their representation look like how they would look mm-hmm. in real life based on the anime character, now, the anime slash manga counterparts. So they actually fit the bill. Mm-hmm. Okay. The story actually follows very closely to the manga. There's um, little to no deviations from the source material, okay. and it's pretty good. The C- the CG, I will admit, it can it's a bit dated, but it holds up very well. Um, the Shinigamis, I'm assuming, were yes. CG. The Shinigamis were CG, but they weren't so jarring that it was kind of like it was bad. Unlike Ryuk the Foe. <laughs> <laughs> who you mainly only saw in dark lighting because the CG was kind of weird. I still say they should have just put weight makeup on Willem Dafoe and just leave him there. Like they didn't, they didn't even have to bother with the costume. <laughs> just like <laughs> just have him. He's terrifying on his own. Listen, Willem Dafoe is a great actor. Okay, and he loaned his voice. Like listen to a to a show that should not have had his voice. He was somehow more terrifying as the Green Goblin. Without the mask? <laughs> then with the mask. I'm still trying to figure that shit out. That's because he's very expressive. I love how expressive My he God. Is. Like, sir, please don't ever smile at me again. <laughs> Listen, he can smile at me any day. Pause. But anyways. Pause. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> no, anyways, right? But yeah, it's, okay. pre- it's okay. pretty good. Well, in terms of CGI, are we talking about... Because I, I haven't seen it, not even any clips or anything. Are we talking like... Uh, Live action Scooby Doo level of CGI, or are we talking about Black Panther esque CGI? Where it's like, you can still very clearly tell when the CGI is happening, but it's not awful. It's just noticeable. On a scale of 1 to 10, I would give it, uh, 10 being the highest, I would probably give it a 7.5 to 8. Um, when, that's because. I never understood that. What's when that? people say, like, 10 being the highest, isn't that already implied? No, because sometimes people do the... Do it in reverse. reverse. Really? Yeah. That's like, weird. 
Some people do that. But, um, like, I give it a 7.5 huh. to 8 out of 10. Okay. Because, yes, when the Shinigami are on the screen, they are very, like, it's very apparent that they're CGI. And they're not always in dark lighting, so they have to be um, generated in a way that fits the scene. Mm-hmm. But imagine taking the anime slash manga counterparts and literally putting them on the screen with their weird proportions and whatnot. Yeah. They actually did a really good job. And they don't seem so... What's the word? So jarring. Or they don't seem so bad that it's kind of like you're looking at it and be like, yeah, this doesn't fit the scene at all. Does it take you out of it at all? No, it doesn't. It doesn't take me out of the immersion. Okay. Like at all. And they appear and talk a whole lot more than Willem, than Willem, <laughs> Ryuk the Foe. Ryuk the Foe. Yeah. They, 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 like I said, it's very, um, it's very, oh lord, what's the word? Um, it honors the source material. That's faithful. what it is. Yes, it's faithful, faithful to the source material. Thank you. See, you know words. Sometimes. Yeah. Not like I'm a writer or anything. Or anything. Is definitely what it is. <laughs> but yeah, it's actually pretty good. Okay. Um, I wanted you to watch, I wanted you to watch it, but, um, if anything, you could probably see uh, a review of it, so you could get a good idea of how it looks. Because I've seen it's actually in three parts. It's almost kind of like a movie, and it's in three parts. I didn't watch the third. Is it part. like an OVA situation? I, I know live because like, it is Japanese epi- live action tends to do stuff yeah, like that. Because you can watch it episodic, uh-huh. but um, the ones I watched was almost like an hour plus long, so it was kind of uh. like okay. Like a K drama. Yeah, so um, I watched part one and part two. I didn't watch part three, but I so I'm not too sure what happens in part three. Um, but just know that in part one and part two is very faithful to the okay. to the source material. Okay. Except that- the ending. If, if I remember correctly, I think the ending part of it wasn't that su- wasn't that faithful. But you'll have to watch it for yourself. So like, doesn't die. Um, I won't, well, at this point, like, if you haven't seen that one. But it was kind of, like, interesting, because Light does die, but it's kind of like the way he does die. It was kind of different. Weird. Yeah, the way he dies is kind of different. Okay. But, I digress. Um, so, I would say, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it, I'd give it a 7. I'd give it a 7. This actually is actually pretty faithful to the source material. Yeah, like I said, it was pretty faithful to, um... Other than maybe one or two alterations, it's pretty spot on. So I'd say give it a watch. Watch the Japanese version of Death Note of the live action remake. Um, I wanted to cut um, watch the full metal one, but I did not get around to watching it. Okay, that that is one I want to watch. Um, I kind of forgot until recently that there was a full metal live action remake. I I know about that, but I'm saying like Detective Conan also has a live action version. What? Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, we gotta watch those. Yeah, and probably it'll probably cover it at some point in time. Yeah, right. but uh, that, that's that's good. I'm I'm glad that there's something out there to possibly redeem that shit show that was Death Note 2019. Yeah, hypothetically, if it exists. hypothetically if it, if, it did, if it did exist, if it exists. if it existed. All right. So you can imagine Willem Dafoe as real. That's crazy. It's like we would call him like a strange name, like. Ryuk the Foe. Hello, Peter. <laughs> I mean, I mean, light, light. Sorry, got my scripts mixed up. <laughs> oh, terrible! Absolutely terrible. All right. Um, but for the game section, 
I did. There's actually a part one or part two. Because really? I did, yes. No, not really a part one or part two. This won't be separate in the segments. But <clears throat> I've had the luxury, I, I'm going to call it that, of watching the Sonic movies. You can't see me, but I'm air quoting. I've seen the Sonic oh, movies. Your, your favorite blue boy? My favorite blue boy. Um, true blue. Um, so the first Sonic movie took some very, I wouldn't say extreme liberties, but they took some liberties with his origin story. His design is somewhat different. He doesn't have the tan arms. He is like, he has completely blue arms. And he's whatnot. all blue? Dabo. No, he's not completely blue. Dabo he still has the, <laughs> he still has the, um, like the mask. The, the mask and I the chest the mask. Yeah, that's a mask. What about like, his legs? Um, his legs are blue. Legs also blue? Okay. No, his legs are always blue. Okay. But he just doesn't have the tan um, arms. Okay, That's to be it. fair, I never actually knew what Sonic's origin was. You know what? That's fair. Just, That's fair. All I, I got was that he's a hedgehog and he's like the fastest thing alive. Cool. All right. I won't get into details about Sonic lore because we'll be here all night. But and it's right up there with Kingdom Hearts. The list of things you need to kind of make a day for if listen, you ever want to have a conversation. Listen, I won't ever get into details about Kingdom Hearts to anybody who is not interested in Kingdom Hearts because that's like me spending hours of my life telling like advanced physics, nuclear physics at that, to somebody who just wants to know how to make a pipe bomb. Hey, that's fine. Just know that as your wife, as your person. As my person. I just enjoy seeing the utter glee on your face when you talk about Kingdom Hearts. Listen, I am just like when you watch the Kingdom Hearts four trailer. Listen, I I was in love all over again. Sorry, and like from since I met you, Sonic has always been one of your favorite things. Yes, Sonic has and is indeed one of my um, favorite games. Growing up, um, a very good friend of mine, um, like, we used to try to do speed runs in all the Sonic games. Um, because back in the 90s, we didn't have a life. No. Sonic Advance more specifically, because um, we really loved the Sonic Advance series, mm-hmm. Advance 1 and 2. Advance 3 was kind of weird, but we did enjoy um, Sonic Advance 3. But we prefer 1 and 2, mm-hmm. right? So... The thing with the Star- the Sonic movie is that they gave his origin story that he was on a diff- another planet. I can't remember if they specifically said Mobius. It's been some time since mm-hmm. I've watched it. But he was being taken care of, being washed after by an owl. And then they were attacked by some people. And then the owl sent Sonic away to Yarth. I didn't know Sonic was Superman. Uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, right? So, um, there's a story behind that, and I'll get into that later. So, keep in mind that Sonic was being, was being taken care of by an owl. Nice Lulu and Stitch reference, by the way. I appreciate that. What's that? When you said Yarth. Yarth, yes. Um, so, what ended up happening was uh, Sonic goes to Earth, and um, Sonic is pretty much isolated there. Okay. But he has his rings with him. Right. Now, the rings are warp rings. Like, he can actually... Like, there's a thing that happens in the comics and then... Teleportation and... Teleportation and stuff okay. like that. All right. But, um, sorry, he didn't initially go to Earth. He got teleported to other places, and then he settled on Earth because Earth was, like, a hub room, okay. so to speak. Like, he can get to other places from Earth. All right. Right? 
So, um, he's basically so far. stranded. Think of him like he's essentially a big kid. Yeah. Right? And he meets this guy who uh, won't agrees to help him and whatnot, trying and find his home or his origins or whatever have you. I can't remember. It's made some time. Okay. But, um, because whenever Sonic uses his powers, because he can essentially, he has some extra powers in this, other than speed. Keep in mind. I mean, but, are the rings the reason for his, for his speed, or is no, he just fast? He's just fast. And the rings do other stuff. The rings do other stuff, okay. yes. Alright. Depending on how you look at it. Uh, we're talking about the movies. The so movie. All right, we'll, we're talking about the we'll movie. Yes. Talk about the movie. Um, the rings are literally only used for him to warp to a place. Okay. All right. So uh, the family takes him in. Uh, they treat him pretty much like a son. Huh. Type of thing. Yes, because it's it's like a it's like a come of age story, which which is what the first Sonic movie was, because Sonic was basically, for lack of better terms, a big kid. Is he? A massive dick in this, also, or Sonic. The thing about it is, Sonic isn't actually a. Sonic's kind dick. of a dick. He's not he, a dick. He's kind of a dick. He's not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on which comic or continuity you go with. The thing Every, is, I haven't okay. read many Sonic comics. Okay, the thing about Sonic is, is that he has an attitude. Yes. But that was his stick. He was he was a cool blue dude. With an attitude. That was the thing back then. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, uh, yeah. We were born in the same era. I know. Yes. <laughs> he's still kind of dick. Listen. Anyway. Just a right? little bit. We, okay. I can admit. He's a bit of a <laughs> okay. dick. He, he's a bit of a jerk. I can admit that. But no. He is not. But he's not a jerk in a sense of. Or a dick in the sense of like. He's intentionally being that way. He's just immature. Okay. In that All right. Except so that's kind of what. What they were going with, because he was young, he doesn't. He doesn't particularly has have responsibilities, stuff like that. As you don't. So Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey, excellent role, by the way. I mean, I love it. It's hard to go wrong with Jim Carrey. You say that. Except Cat in the Hat. Is that what? Cat in the Hat. Ah, uh, there's also the Grinch. People yeah. don't like the Grinch. I well. mean, okay. I'm gonna get roasted for saying this, uh-huh. but I had a fucking. Ball watching the live action Grinch movie. It, okay. w- it was ridiculous. <laughs> I used to watch that shit every Christmas. Because it didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> oh, I deflated and I forgot how to breathe. Okay, you know what? That's fair. It wasn't a good movie by it, any means. Not uh, at all. Not even a little bit. But it was entertaining. But I have fun watching that movie. You know what? That that is fair. You know what? You can't be mad at that. As opposed to the cat in the hat where I watched that once and I'm just like, why terrifying. do I exist? That was terrifying. Why do anyway. not even why does the movie exist? Why do I exist? Okay. Um But uh, basically um one of Sonic's quills come off and it because he had activated his powers. Okay. The quill Which is Um is think of it almost like he he. He unlocks his keke genkai. He gets super strong for no reason. <laughs> Sorry. I just love when you gotta be like, I gotta think of an anime where people can get it. But no, what essentially is, is like he essentially gets a power boost. Okay. Almost think of it, for lack of better terms, it's almost like, comparing it to Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. um, he activates his key and he's stronger now. Sure. He's stronger, he's faster. Really? He's a bit more durable. Really? That's essentially what it is. Right. And it's... Um, basically, it's his own energy source. Okay. Right? 
So, because one of his quills came off, um, Robotnik was hired to hire to find a source that of caused that a blockout. Energy. Yeah, of that energy source. Okay. And because Robotnik was, you know, in enraptured with it, he wants to find the source, and he found out it's Sonic. So now he's chasing so Sonic. So no kidnapping tiny baby animals. No, we're not kidnapping tiny baby animals. I'm putting them in machines to power machines. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe in Sonic Three. Okay. Right. All right. So what ends up happening in the movie is, like I said, it's like a real coming coming of age story, okay. at least for Sonic part. So it's kind of like, hey, I don't have any direction. I don't know what I want to go. And by the end of the movie, he now has a sense of direction of what he wants to. He wants to be a hero, mm-hmm. and he wants to protect his family. Right. Right. And a very heartwarming scene, but it came from the wrong person. Um, he got his running shoes. Now it's. It's gonna sound strange. Oh, he wasn't wearing shoes as an artist. He was wearing basically um, bandages and stuff like that over his feet because okay. he, which is a canonical thing that actually happened, was that um, he couldn't wear regular shoes because he would always destroy holes. them. He would always destroy them. Yeah. So what happened was tears running faster than the speed of light will do that. No, rolling around at the speed of sound will do that. Sure. But um, <laughs> what happened was he would burn his shoes. So yeah. what happened was um, the family's um, niece, the lady um, niece, made him some. She had some shoes, some running shoes, and she gave it to him, and they fit him perfectly. Why don't they explode? Or just we're just worrying about the sentimentality of it, not really the semantics. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Go on. Right. So, Sonic defeats the. Defeats Robotnik. Robotnik's trapped on a different planet. Basically a different zone now at the end of the movie. Okay. And Sonic is adopted by the new family. Aww. So yeah, like I said, it's a nice coming of age story. So it's pretty good. Okay. So uh, now on to Sonic featuring Idris Elba. Sonic 2 featuring Idris Elba. As Knuckles. I'm not gonna lie. Not to be confused with Captain Knuckles. I'm not gonna lie. I like Idris Elba's... Um, rendition of Knuckles, but I don't think they can afford him again for a part three, because they've they've teased, essentially, a part three. And they introduce a new faction inside this one. If Robotnik is... Robotnik was originally hired by the government to find Sonic, but he's essentially his own faction. Mm-hmm. Um, they introduce Gun. Um, sorry, I'm gonna get the correct... Because that's the acronym for the organization. I will get the correct name right now. Shush. Don't at me. Um, put intermission music here. There's no intermission music. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just enjoy the sound of me. Yes. Eating this pizza. Guardian units of nation. Guns. Gun. Gun. Okay. Yes. So basically, they're their own faction inside this movie. Right? Basically, they want to hunt um, Sonic. For reasons. For reasons. Because aliens and shit like that. Because that's essentially what they are. And Tails is in this one. Tails, if Sonic... Yeah, Miles. If um, Sonic... Let's say, like, if Sonic was, like, a preteen in movie one, he is actually a teenager in movie two. Okay. And Tails would kind of be, like, a... A child? Not really a child. Um, He would probably be a preteen because... I'm only basing it based on their, like, general attitude and whatnot. Mm. But he kind of idolizes Sonic. Ah. Uh. Nothing new there. A lot new in a way. 
But he kind of idolizes Sonic, and everybody knows, apparently back on his home planet, knows that Sonic is a hero. Do they have different home planets, or do they have the same home planet? Shush. That was a legitimate question. Shush. Okay. We don't ask questions in the Sonic movies, okay? Fine. The same way how we didn't ask questions in the Mario movie. No, no, these two are very different things. Anyway, right. <laughs> but, um, basically, if a movie one was coming of age, the second movie is being responsible. Okay. Almost like a... With Following great, the DreamWorks formula there, I see you. Yes. So it's kind of like with great power comes great responsibility. So mm-hmm. Sonic wants to be a hero so much that oh, he would... Somebody died, didn't they? Um, no, not okay. this time. Right. So what happened is... Uh, Sorry, you used the phrase. Shush. That phrase so, is usually followed by death. You know what? You're right. <laughs> uh, um, basically, in this one, Sonic wants to be a hero so much so that he um, goes out looking for trouble, doing the whole vigilante thing. Okay. Yes. But instead of making the situation worse, he makes it better. Nobody is killed. Because I can't say nobody's hurt. Mm-hmm. Nobody's killed, but he he does more damage to the general environment than he actually does good. So it's okay. kind of like, I got to, you know, be... You know, like, his adopted dad's like, hey, man, you got to be responsible and stuff like that. So <clears throat> they leave. The mom and dad go on vacation and Sonic is left in the house winds up and cue 90s montage of teenager uh get the host home to himself ah uh, house parties and yes d- drinking and no and and girls uh oh wait no we're talking about sonic so. we're talking about sonic uh, so chili dogs chili dogs some junk food horror movies chilling with the actual um family dog that just sounds like us <laughs> uh Snowboarding in the house. Sure. Uh, having a bubble party. That's I... it, a lot of things. Okay, like now said, it's sounding less like us. Like I said, it was a very nineties montage of hey, I have the whole, I have the house to myself. I'm I just gonna wreck it. <laughs> yes, but he cleaned it up very quickly because he's Sonic. Because super speed, right? So. Okay. okay, so we have the Act 1 shenanigans of, hey, I'm giving you the life lesson slash moral of this whole story. Okay, I hear you. But what if I do the opposite of that? <laughs> Pretty right? much. But Sonic does kind of take responsibility because he kind of takes Tails under his wing. Okay. So to speak. Where does Tails come from exactly? Not literally where he comes from, but like, how does he show up in the story? Um... He created warp technology to get there. Yeah, oh, that sounds about right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so it's just a thing you can learn how to do because he's so smart. Yeah. So because of that, Sonic and Tails are now a thing. But Robotnik is back. Remember, Robotnik was in a whole different zone by himself. Yeah, no, he didn't die. So well, of course he he's die. gonna come back. So what happens is he um, opens up. He makes his own portal, and he acts and. He summoned some warriors to his world, and that's where Knuckles comes in. So him and Knuckles make make a basically strike a deal. Right. Um, you take me back. You take me home. I'll help you find get the thing that you need, which in the same sense is the Master Emerald, and that's neat because that actually is something that canonically happens. It's yeah. like Doctor Robotnik tricks Knuckles into helping him. Okay. Yeah. That's how Knuckles goes from being the baddie to the goodie. 
Yeah, eventually, because he realizes because he realizes that Robotnik was tricking him eventually. So they are now on a journey to get the Master Emerald because apparently Sonic had a map in the first movie. That was how he was marking all the zones that he just went to and whatnot. Ah, the sequel bait. Okay. Yes, and because Tails came there and miraculously before it never was revealed up until this exact moment, I was revealed that Alu was taking care of him. She was attacked by, you guessed it. Remember I told you, remember that they was attacked by something? Mm-hmm. They were attacked by echidnas. Even your phone couldn't believe it. Why the echidnas? Because there was, because they believe, um, there's a whole backstory monologue with that. Basically, um, the echidnas were guardians of the Master Emerald. Okay. But one of them used the Master Emerald and it was too, like, it corrupted them. Uh-huh. So the owls attacked that guy to stop him from, you know, blowing the place up. As you should. Right? And because of that, the owls now guard the Master Emerald. Okay. But the owls were very thorough. Everybody who went, like, a lot of the echidnas who... Basically, the echidna... This is sounding real genocide-y. It's gonna get there. So (laughs) basically what happened was... um, One bad echidna was fucking it up for everybody. Okay. The owls retaliated and tried to take the Master Emerald from him mm-hmm. and hi- and hit it. Right. Because of that, the Echidnas got super buttered about that. And it's like, we about to go to war. Okay. Hey, man, we really don't need all this violence. You can just and they... hand us the Emerald back. Ah, uh, I don't think we're going to do that. Well, guess we're going to have to resort to all this violence. So essentially, it ended up with them wiping each other out. Um, the owl Fine. that was taking care of Sonic was, I believe, to be the last owl. And Knuckles is now the last echidna. So they're the little... Or at least How they... How accurate they, is that origin story? It's touch and go. They The echidnas really did get wiped out. Yeah. Like like I, they I were I remember that being a thing. Like they like they were literally on the verge of being extinct. Mm-hmm. Knuckles and a few others. And there were a few other Guinness who was hidden away somewhere, but that's a story for a different. I remember girl knuckles. Yes, girl knuckles. With She was orange. That's Tiki. Yeah. She was but, cool. but essentially what happened, um like I said, they took some liberties with the story, but essentially As you the, do. the origin story was kinda spot on because Knuckles being the last known from his tribe yeah. is essentially what it was. So, because of that, um, that's the reason why Knuckles was on uh, was looking for the Master Emerald. Okay. Come to find out that the owl that was taking care of Sonic hit it on Earth, which is the reason why she wanted him to go to Earth. Go to Earth, okay. So he can All guard. Right. So he can guard the Emerald and we on the Superman bullshit again. Essentially, so. <laughs> What ends up happening is Knuckles come, they fight, Sonic loses the first fight. Oh no. Fine. Um, I mean, he is from a tribe of warriors, so. Yeah, so. It's to be expected. They, Sonic and Tails go on a magical adventure. They were in Sweden for a bit. <laughs> they they broke dance. They they drop it like it was hot. Okay. And a dance off. What does this have to do with the plot? Right. Um, <laughs> um, Sonic and Tails became, like, they solidified their friendship then as bros. Um, nothing will do that quite like a dance-off. Like a dance-off. Um, Robotnik attacked, and then they... Uh, Same thing happened in Nausea and Drifts. Yeah. They, uh, Robotnik attacked them, and then they were not too sure if they were going to die. Um, mm-hmm. Tails got injured. 
Oh, um, no. The immortal got injured. <laughs> Sorry, we're not going on game logic. My wow. bad. My bad. Hold on. JS can always get injured. He just can't die. That's true. That's true. But that's literally what happened because he got hit with a rocket. But anyways. Bitch. <laughs> so they teleport back to their family. There's a whole subplot going on with that. I won't get into that because that's ridiculous. Okay. Um, Don't you just love it when the subplot doesn't right. mean anything? So they teleport to the adopted family. And when it ends up happening, his gun was there, you know. Yes. Okay. You know, Guardian Union, so they yeah, should, yeah, sure. those guys. Whatever bullshit. Yeah, so they <laughs> uh, decided that they were going to capture Sonic, and now they have a new one there named Tails. So now they have two aliens for the price of one. They was only looking for one. They're starting to sound real Michael Bay TMNT-ish. Right? So when it ends up happening... What's going on here? There was a lot going on in the second movie, I'm not going to lie. But what ends up happening was... was but was that as entertaining? Because I'm not going to lie. The first that, movie that's, the no, movie. No, the first movie was trash. No, second, you say, hold on, no, no, you no, say no. that? I love the first movie the, compared to the second the, one. No, the second one is where we were having... All, that's the one with Krang and um, fucking... And Megan Fox wasn't saying words. She was just acting with her face. She was acting and, with... And, and first, Tyler Perry. But the first one was when we got the turtles in the elevator beatboxing. That was the only good thing about that movie. I Shredder was good in that movie. Shredder was great in that movie. Shredder was he, fucking niggas up. Yeah, it, Fine. So was Splinter. Splinter was fucking people up. Okay, I'll take that. The fighting was excellent inside that. The plot was dumb. But like... Megan Fox I, was in it. Megan Fox is in that's the second the, one. That is the... But hey, I'm not those lie. were all the highlights. That's I, all the highlights I right loved there. Megan Fox in the second movie. Why? Because she didn't say much. She was just there being hot. And she acted with her face. <laughs> Literally, all of her reactions were just facial reactions. And I'm just like, you need to do this all the time. Wow. <laughs> like, Terrible. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Megan Fox is very nice to look at. Okay. You know what? That's fair. But that that movie, there was so much bullshit happening in that second movie that it was, I just, I just couldn't. No, it wasn't like the It was great. Okay. It was not like the second All right. Movie. But there was a lot happening. But there was a lot happening. Okay. But was it cohesive? Um, cohesive enough that it made sense. Okay. Okay. Well, what enough I, to warrant okay. a third movie. Okay. What I can like, safely say is, if you take all the human elements out of it except, um, Robotnik out, it makes, it is an excellent movie. It makes Sonic sense. It makes it makes it's a it's a great movie if okay. you take all of the human elements out. Okay. Um, minus Robotnik and maybe Gun because Gun actually played a, a somewhat sensible role in this. So what ends up happening is Robotnik and um, Knuckles find the, the Master Emerald eventually because things are moving along. Mm-hmm. And Sonic tries to stop him. Sonic and Knuckles have a have a fight. And Sonic okay. Sonic wins this time. Oh my god. But at the cost of um, Robotnik getting the Master Emerald. Oh no. Right. So uh, the cave, the temple that they were in, because they were in a temple, of course. Um... Yes. Starts sinking and it was underwater because, of course, and that we all know. Stakes. We all know, and if you don't know, Sonic cannot swim. Yes, he is a terrible swimmer, so he is actually afraid of water. He can run on top of water, very easily, but he can't swim. Insert Jesus joke here. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. why was that? What? I I feel like they tried to explain that either in the comics or in the games something something his molecular structure or something something he, 
didn't allow him to swim. So, or maybe I'm thinking of Lilo and Stitch. I'm thinking of Lilo and Stitch. Yes. Okay. Literally, Sonic just can't. He just can't swim. All right. He just can't swim. He all does. the things you've learned to fucking do with your damn superpowers, you didn't learn how to swim. He, he, like, hold on. See, on a say, planet that's made of... Listen, listen, you're saying that, right? But swimming <laughs> isn't a superpower. That is a life skill. You that probably, is a skill. Swimming is a skill. You know what? I, I can't talk. I was going to say, you should probably learn how to damn swim on a planet that is literally filled with water. We are but on I an, live on an island, island surrounded I, by water and, and most people swim. can't swim. Exactly. Yeah. See, there you go. That's why I said I would be a hypocrite if I pointed out. But then again, I don't... I can't run. I can't roll around faster than the speed of sound. You know what? You're right. <laughs> so, what ends up happening is the reason why this is relevant is because Knuckles is trapped under a pillar underwater. And because dang. of that, Sonic goes, he basically sinks to the bottom of the temple to, to try, try and save him. Oh, to no. save Knuckles. And they actually inserted a very interesting game bit. There were air bubbles, and Sonic had to suck up the air bubble because he was running uh, out of air. That was actually really neat. I like the fact that they did that. Did that they they should have had the music. They should have found some way to reprise the <laughs> Sonic drowning music in the background. Oh, that's not the only time they did that. Um, when the in the scene when they were in the snow in Sweden for some strange reason, Sonic got um, he got injured and he dropped his rings and it made the sound that he normally did when he <laughs> dropped his rings. So I found that funny. But um, did yeah, they, did they? Sorry, I know I'm probably asking for a lot from a Sonic movie, but did they actually, like, uh, hint at all prior that Sonic couldn't swim? Or is it just like, oh no, this shit is sinking! Okay, what's the big deal? <laughs> I don't know how to swim! Well, dang. It's gonna make this real hard now. <laughs> well, they didn't, well, they kind of hinted at it earlier. You know, Sonic had to run to the temple. Mm. And the temple is in water. Right. So he has to run. On water, on water to get there. So even with his um, his kick again, kind of locked, and he's using, he's using his his super super speed. Um, he still wasn't fast enough to actually get there because there's rock waves, you know, stuff. Right. Yeah, so he couldn't get there. So he actually ended up sinking, okay. and he washed ashore on the temple grounds. So that's actually how he got to the temple. By accident. By accident. Fine. But um, yeah. He used to have, right before he ran to the temple, like, why did it have to be in water? So he was hinting that. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Once they didn't do the thing where it's like, uh, only Sonic fans are watching this movie. Nah. So what ends up happening that's, that's is, good. is... Like, people put thought into this movie. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> why couldn't they do that with Super Mario? <laughs> they did put thought into it. Just like a recent one. <laughs> there was absolutely no fucking thought put into that movie. But yeah. God, was it fun. So, um... After Sonic saves Knuckles, Sonic starts drowning because Knuckles swims all the way up to the top. Knuckles never didn't didn't have any air, so Sonic's like, "Oh, I'm gonna die. I can't swim." He's so he tries jumping and tries running underwater, but it doesn't work. So he starts drowning, and Knuckles saves him. And they have a nice bonding moment uh, because Knuckles thought that Sonic was his enemy all the time, and he's like, "Nah, I'm not your enemy." Bromance. And it's like, if you're not my enemy, then who is that guy? You mean the guy who tricked us? Yes. Yes. Damn. How could I not have seen this coming? Huh? Right. <laughs> Just figure. So they have a Sonic Heroes moment where Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles are joined together to take down Robotnik. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robotnik, who is practically all-powerful at this point, as he's powered by the Master Emerald, makes a giant robot. That is fucking shit up. Because his name wouldn't be Robotnik if he didn't make a giant robot. It's that okay. is true. That's the second time he made a giant robot. And... 
Um, they, the three of them together take down Robotnik. But um, they got the Master Emerald from Robotnik, correction. Okay. With you so far? They got the Master Emerald from Robotnik. So mm-hmm. it's not as overpowered, but it's still pretty powerful. It's still a giant robot. I would so imagine. what ends up happening is the Sonic's adopted family decides that they were going to try and save the day. And it's like, hey, man, They're you guys... human, right? All day. Okay. All day, every day. All right. So they try to save, help Sonic <laughs> out. And it's like, no, you guys need to get out here. And it's like, no, we're a family. You can't, we can't let you guys go because the mushroom... Who else is going to give you the power of plot armor? Pretty much. Because <laughs> what ends up happening is, is that when they got the mushroom armor out, Robotnik had used up all the energy. And it, it cracked. It broke. So the Sorry. Master Emerald Sorry. cracked. Doing that stupid thing where I ask questions. But the seven Chaos Emeralds was oh, inside it. Oh, gosh. But say, but, you know, they, didn't, they weren't activated yet. Okay. So when Sonic had to try and protect his family, like, he activated the Chaos Emeralds and he went Super Sonic. Oh, my God. So, yes, he did turn Super Saiyan and he aptly destroyed Robotnik. What came first? Sonic came first, right? No. Really? Dragon Ball Z came first. Super Sonic was actually influenced by Dragon Ball Z. Must be nice. Yes. Which is the reason why I mean, a lot it of required the... seven okay. seven emeralds to turn Super Saiyan. <laughs> Curatorium, I think you need to lawyer up. <laughs> uh... No, it was paying it was paying homage. So it was kinda like as they most, already knew. As most things do the DDZ. Yeah. Whether they admit it or not. Okay, so Sonic's now supersonic, and Knuckles is just being the moral support, I suppose. No, <laughs> oh. no, he's not. Oh, is he actually helping? No, no, he's not. Uh, what is he doing? I keep in mind the three of them have already been fighting Robotnik, so they've all been injured at some ah, point. Ah, so it's the hero moment now. It's all mm-hmm. Sonic. It's all him. Mm-hmm. Does he got this? He got this. Yeah. So he defeats Robotnik. Aptly, by the way. Yeah. But remember. The Master Emerald corrupts. Right. The reason why the Master Emerald corrupts is because the seven Chaos Emeralds was inside of it. Yes. Right. So Sonic is now powered by the seven Chaos Emeralds. Uh, yes. So Knuckles is telling everybody, like, hey, you got to be careful because he might not, he's problem, he is not the same Sonic that you know because the Emeralds corrupt. Right. So Sonic powers up and he summons something from the sky. Can uh-huh. you guess what he summoned? Shadow. No. What? Think about it. It's Sonic. He summons a chili dog. I like my answer better. <laughs> <laughs> so when he summons like, the chili I, dog, I, I, I know where you for that smile on your face. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna say it. If I don't say it, then it won't be true. Hey man, that's how lies are made. <laughs> if I don't say it, then it won't be true. Hey man, it's Why? true whether you say it or not. Why? Does because it... Sonic. But why? Sonic really likes chili dogs. Because... But they, how does that help? It was a plot is... moment because it was like the emeralds corrupt whoever uses Ah, them. so it's kind of like, he's not the same Sonic. Oh, no, yeah, he is. He That's literally is. what happened. He totally is. That's literally what happened. I'm not even kidding. Was it funny at least? Yes. Okay, then Because fine. Idris... I can't you know what? Idris Elba's um, rendition of Knuckles, he has some very dry humor. And very literal humor. So if it's as, like... As Idris Elba does. So if you don't, like, think of, like, Pascal or um, Sophie from Tales of Graces. 
or even Donnie. Or even Donnie. From the new TMNT. Yes. It's like, if you didn't know that they were joking, the joke would fly straight over your head. Fair. But because they're such a serious character, you don't know if they're joking or not. Okay. That's pretty much how it is. So yeah. basically, what happens afterwards is that Sonic, Son- Sonic just hit them with the psych. <laughs> Real. So what ends up happening is is that Sonic Tails and Knuckles are now they now living on Earth because Tails didn't. It was like I've already done my job, which is come here and warn you about Robotnik coming back. Or sorry, warn you about Knuckles coming for you. But you know, I've done my job. So it's like, hey man, you can just stay with us. Okay. Real, real talk. That's yeah, actually what happened. Like, and Knuckles was like, "Hey man, to make this no fucking emotional moment. You ain't going nowhere, nigga. We know how this story goes." Real. And Knuckles was pretty much the same. It's like, "Hey man, uh, I got the emerald back." Because literally, after Sonic um, did all that, Knuckles pick up the remaining piece of Knuckles of the Master Emerald and just put it back together. It's like, "Yep, yeah, I could have done this all along." Okay. <laughs> right? So, that's pretty much the Sonic movie. And then, at the end of the movie, like, they tease... Here's... They tease... Shadow? Shadow. Because, of course, they do. Yes. Oh, we need is uh, Shadow, Amy, and Metal Sonic. No. What they're gonna do is, they're, for the third movie, if they do make the third movie, I already know the storyline they're gonna, they're gonna go with. They're gonna go with Sonic Adventure 1, with Sonic fighting um, Chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Perfect Chaos and whatnot. And Shadow's going to help him out. They're going to start off with Sonic Adventure 1 and they're going to end it like how Sonic Adventure 2 ended. Mm. But yeah, that's the Sonic movies. Still good so far. I mean, it warranted a third movie. It warranted a third movie. Finally got a... I wouldn't wouldn't say the video game uh, adaptation we deserve, but... It's the the one we got it. The video game adaptation that... that we needed. Yeah. It's got a, got a segue. I, you got to gotta break the glass ceiling so that hey other man, better things. They're doing the, they're doing the, the Marvel Just, Justice League thing because Sonic Universe, you can't just randomly throw these characters in that only the fans would know. You got to introduce them. Anyways, right? You got to introduce them. <laughs> so they introduced Knuckles. They have his origin story. They introduced Tails. They kind of gave his origin story. Mm-hmm. And they, the whole first movie was pre- pretty much Sonic's origin story, and that was pretty much it. Man, so now I, they're introducing the third I, character. In I, the am, third movie. I am happy to live in a world where a good you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. Uh, video game movie adaptation exists, yeah. and this is what I was saying from the from the previous episode, which is like, if you are taking an IP and putting it in a property that it has not been in then you use that medium to your advantage (laughs) you know it's kind of like people only have ever known Sonic through comics and games if you want to tell your own Sonic story go ahead be my guest that's not true that's also the Sonic um, animated series well two of them you don't talk about Jaleel White song. Listen, you leave, you leave Chili Dogs alone. Sorry, you didn't say that nearly nasally enough. No, I didn't. Chili Dogs. Anyways, right? But, yeah, yeah, but, like, to have an actual movie, and for it to look as, admittedly, as good as it does. Like, it looks pretty hey, good. It looks really good. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. 
The ugly Sonic was intentional to get hype around the movie. That is my headcanon, and no one can tell me otherwise. The reason because there why, is no way you could get that that wrong. Because they tried to make Sonic look realistic, and that went horribly wrong. But that's the reason why I said, like, the thing about it was, was like, the quote-unquote fix for the Sonic movie came out so quick that it didn't even look like that. So it didn't even look like it took them a long time to actually... Show new stuff. Ooh, excuse me. Because think of it like this: what I said in the first, in the first, the very first time I saw the Sonic movie was that in the trailer it was that like you never saw Sonic in the same scene mm-hmm. with his face with another character. Nigga, I know how animation works. <laughs> there is zero way they could have come up with a solution that damn quick and still release the movie the date that they had planned to release the movie. That's why I said that shit was fake. And, and no one could tell me that that wasn't no, on no. purpose. That was real, Sorry. but they released no, that Nobody could tell me that that was not on purpose. No, they released it on purpose to build up hype and buzz around the movie. Imagine this. They say that, um, what's the terminology? Um, all publicity is good publicity. Yes. doesn't matter whether or not it's good. It's initially good or bad. Yes. Did it not get people talking about the movie? Making people angry is a surefire way to get them to continuously talk about something. Exactly. And it worked. It really worked. It worked so well that Birds of Prey did bad. That's not the reason why Birds of Prey But you know what? Sure. If, if people want to believe that Sonic the Hedgehog is the reason why Birds of Prey didn't do well, sure. Hey, man. We had this discussion earlier. If, if I had the choice... Between choosing between uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and Margot Robbie in anything, I would choose Margot Robbie. And then I would watch Sonic later. Okay. But even I wouldn't watch Birds of Prey. (laughs) Because it's just like... I heard the movie was bad. I didn't Uh, watch it, but I heard it was bad. DC doesn't have a great track record. (laughs) See you saying that, but I... I'm I'm fifty fifty on DC movies. I'm I'm really I'm not because like so far like to be the best DC movie so far, I feel like it's a toss up between the first Wonder Woman, and that wasn't a good movie. Like it had me and then it lost me, and the Schneider cut of Justice League. Yeah, the Schneider cut was pretty good. Comparatively speaking. Comparatively speaking. Because... But even then, like... First of all... I've never had to take a break from a movie. It... it <laughs> I, be like that. I just couldn't sit down in one sitting and be like, oh, fuck, this movie is just... Like, Pause. I need like, to go have some food. Like three hours long. <laughs> four. It was four? Yes. Jeez, that movie was long. But it made sense, didn't it? I mean, I didn't watch... The but movie. it made I, sense, didn't it? I guess. But... It was a cohesive story, yes. Thank you. That's all I was about to say. Did it tell a cohesive story? Because I want you to know, that, that first movie that, did not tell a cohesive that, story. That doesn't make it good, though. Hey, man. By comparison... To be fair, I haven't watched Aquaman. Oh, uh, we haven't watched Aquaman yet. We should. But I feel like I'd just be watching it for Jason Momoa. Hey, man, we'd be watching Jason Momoa. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, DC does not have a great track record, so... Far. Their TV shows are pretty good. Oh yeah, no, no, no. They outside of besides Flash and Green and Arrow and okay, I retract my statement. Are we talking about the CW stuff? No, 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 no. No, We don't talk about CW. They're animated stuff. Oh yeah, they're animated TV series are great. Great. 
they they kind of have the one up there. They they literally cannot do bad without their animated series. These these movies though they like they throwing Batman back into time in the friggin' Edo period and it made sense to me. Just know that Alfred is a G. Batman Ninja This man made a Batmobile back in the Edo period. Make that make sense? I mean, it's Alfred. Hey man. But anyways. Oh, okay, that's, that's, so all right, so we we're going we're going two for two. I would I would say Sonic movie one. I would definitely give an eight. I would give movie two a six. Uh, I was just about to ask you. So is is it declining or it is, is it? declining? But I think it's because the second movie was meant to be filler to build up for the third movie. Well, hey, not all the Avengers movies were. Uh, yeah, some of them were fillers. Like Doctor Strange <laughs> and the friggin' um, insert, Multiverse insert of Madness. Insert anybody that's not a main Avenger here. No, Multiverse of Madness, I felt that was a great for the movie. That is the movie I watched, yes. <laughs> that's, just, that's the only thing I'm ever going to have to say about the Multiverse of Madness. That is the movie that I watched. <laughs> that was a great for the movie. That was Marvel's take on a horror movie, and they didn't, they didn't do so bad. It's Sam Raimi. Hey man, people the man died. Is, the man is good at what he does. <laughs> yeah. So I did, I did enjoy the the musical fight scene though. Oh, with the, the, the music Doctor notes. Yeah. yeah, with the music notes, that was, that was neat. Yeah, everything else though. We need to watch Eternals so the end of that movie can make sense. Oh, apparently that wasn't Eternals. Uh, was it? I can't remember. Edwin told me, but I I can't remember. Um, we have to watch Eternals anyway. So yeah, sure, sure. So it makes sense. But um, yeah, so. Three for three, technically. Three for three. Um, here's to hoping that the third Sonic movie doesn't end up being a dumpster fire. Hey, you don't, you don't wanna, don't wanna, don't wanna fly too close to the sun. Am I? I think because the, I, I would love to live in a world where like Sonic movies become a continuous franchise, and even other like popular video game IPs, they kind of become you know, mainstream in a different way. Yeah. I could appreciate that. I feel like we, like, the mainstream games, they need this. They need that thing now. Because Donkey Kong had its own animated series, which actually went on for a very long time. Um, I feel like we're due for a Legend of Zelda movie. I feel like that's what we need next. I feel like... Mm, they, and they, have, have, they would have to take their time with that. And I feel like, depending on where they want to start with it would be good because the most popular one would be Ocarina of Time. Yeah. But the actual first Legend of Zelda would be Skyward Sword, canonically speaking. And then mm. there's also uh, Link to the Past and um, geez, I forgot the other name. Wind Waker. Not Wind Waker. A Link to the Past and and talk about the old oh, oh. NES games. No, no, the NES games. Oh, the NES games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Link to the Past and something else. I can't remember. Um, I'll have to call somebody to remember. I'll look it up, but I don't have time for that right now. I don't know. I Majora's Mask is a be, very dark Because movie. The Legend Sorry. of Zelda is a franchise that's so huge, I, I feel like I don't see them fucking with that. My, my Primarily because it's not a very... It's not a simple story. Like, mm. In Sonic's case... Like, something like with Sonic and with Pokemon and that's... And even Mario, it's like... It's a simple concept. It's a simple concept that you can run with. The games were simple. The comics had their lore, but 
they were all... The comics lore is very extensive. Yeah, but then it's kind of like... So much so that it actually has its own branching off comics. Yeah. So, but... And that's just a, that's just the thing with the movies. It's like, now we can make our own version of whatever the fuck. You know? But, but taking the concept that is Sonic is pretty simple. Taking the concept that is Pokemon is pretty simple. Something like Legend of Zelda. Where right! There was a Sonic live-action movie. Sorry, I mean a Pokemon live-action movie. We didn't talk about that. You didn't watch Detective Pikachu? We talked about Detective Pikachu. Oh, wait. Yeah, we did. It wasn't explicitly it wasn't its own episode, but... Yeah, but we did talk about Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Right! That's right. I enjoy Rhino, Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu, yes. Yeah. But, but um, which, which leads me to... Sorry, I don't want to disturb your flow, but it's kind of like... This has been a thing that has kind of been bothering me ever since Lion King 2019 happened. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that, but we have to kind of talk about it in the context of this. Is that can we the just word... Skip? Can we just skip it? We will skip it, but hear me out. The word live action gets tossed around, I feel, incorrectly. Mm, yes, so, I agree. So, because, like, we... We're, like we've been casually referring to even like detect stuff like Detective Pikachu and Lion King and Sonic as live action versions, but, but it's kind of like they're they're not they're still animated. They are, except in the Lion King. The reason why is because majority of the I mean, okay, think of it like this: all of the humans are humans, and the humans are acting as themselves, correct? Yes. Yes, but other than that, every all of the animals are. All of the non-human like people are animated. Yes. Right, but the humans basically carry majority of the show, regardless. Okay. Like, if well, you yeah, if you no, take the human as if you take the real people aspect out of it, yeah, then it's you, just an animated. It's just an animated movie and it. no longer in live action. I get it. So except Lion King, because Lion King was. Purely CGI. Purely CGI. That is an animated movie, no matter how they try to think of it. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like it has I, a super realistic guess, look. But I, that's I always it. wondered, like, is there a ratio? Because it's kind of like Sonic and Pokemon are considered, and sorry, not Pokemon. Detective Pikachu are considered live action because there are real people in it. They're just alongside animated creatures. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like I get it. That's how you can be considered live action because there are live people there like we do sorry the confusion here no it's just like i just like i just remember the reason why i specifically brought up lion king is because like i remember that just being a huge thing it's like it's live action it's really not though it's not it's animated mowgli is more fucking live action than that bullshit and that's because mowgli was human (laughs) the thing about it is is like okay um what you consider who framed roger robert a live action or animated movie I would consider it a live action movie. What about Space Jam? Live action. And there you go. In Space in Space Jam, majority of the time, at least seventy percent of the movie was one person surrounded by animated characters. Yeah. But because there is an actual real person there acting, it's more of a live action now as mm-hmm. opposed to an animated movie. Yeah. I just always wondered about the term because it's kind of like okay, live action. It's like the characters themselves that were once cartoons are now not cartoons. But that's kind of difficult to do with creatures that don't actually exist in real life. Well, they, they, they have to be animated. Yeah. But 
for lack of better terms. So, like, if you if you take an anime, for instance, and then you make it into a live action, you would use real people. Now, yeah. they're not going to look like the animated characters, depending on who you get to yeah, act it. But it's still a live action. Yeah, that's, that's why it's called live action. Hey. I'm just saying. It's like, live I, people, though. I always wondered. I just wondered if there's, like, a ratio? Is it, like... No, I think as long as there's actual real people in it, mm-hmm. and not um, CG people... Or CG um, animated folks inside there, it's considered live action. Okay. Because you wouldn't call like a comedy or an action movie or a thriller. You wouldn't say that's a live action horror movie or a live action thriller movie. You wouldn't yeah. say that. Yeah. Even though there is, there may be some puppeteering or some animations inside there, you wouldn't say that. Right. But you would just say that that's just the yeah. genre that it is. Okay. A comedy, a thriller, or whatnot. Well, but when it comes to animation, there's. <laughs> So much different things to go with it. Hmm. But, geez, you, you say you didn't want to interrupt my flow. My flow done gone. I thought I initially had. That is gone, gone. Okay, well, we've moved on from Sonic. Um, now uh, we're in I, the... No, that's what I'm saying. The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. I feel like, even though you might say that it isn't as linear as Sonic is, it depends on which how they go about it. Because no matter what, they could choose any one of the Zelda stories. They could actually go with Skyward Sword and make a cohesive story. I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm just saying, like, Legend of Zelda but is I a think... precious franchise. So yeah, so is Mario. If... <laughs> you see that right now? <laughs> that right now. All right. Okay, the, okay I feel okay. like they wouldn't use... They had, um... they had ambitious ideas for the time. Okay. I don't think <laughs> the Legend of Zelda would be a live-action movie. I think it would be more along the lines of um, a 3D CG movie. Damn, you can imagine Twilight Princess as a movie. No, that movie, that game was dark. Literally. The Legend of Zelda is a damn dark franchise. Well, oh. yeah, man, yeah. 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 <laughs> Thinking about Majora's Mask and having nightmares. Hey, man, we ain't worried about that. But movie adaptations, that would be our entertainment. And so far, I can only think of one good movie adaptation that I have personally watched there's probably other fuck off there's probably (laughs) others that are really good based on their source material but Mm -hmm. because I haven't watched them I'm not um, or read the books you're not equipped I'm I'm not equipped to say it because I know one of our guests one of our guests is gonna be like well what about the Harry Potter series hey I have not seen any Seen any of the Harry Potter media, uh, media, I have not read any of the books, despite the fact that we have seven of the tombs inside of our home now. I mean, that's because I have to read them. Harry yes. Potter wasn't allowed in my house when I was a kid. Yeah, and I can't afford to read those tomes right But now. I'm an adult now! Yeah. As an adult, I'll watch the movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, the, the, the adaptation I'm going to talk about is actually based on the book, and it's going to be Hunger Games 2! Catching Fire. Why specifically Catching Fire? Because even though they fucked up the first movie, they redeemed it and fixed it and actually got it pretty close to the source material in the second movie, which was based on the second book. Of the same name. Of the same... No, 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 no. No, no. The first one was just Hunger Games because everybody was hungry yeah, and there were games being played. The second book was Catching Fire. Yeah, the second movie was Catching Fire. There was no Hunger Games then. We weren't hungry I, anymore. I mean, it was still the Hunger Games franchise. Nah, nah, nah. It was now Jennifer Lawrence as Katniss in Catching Fire. 
And the third one, sorry, the third and fourth movie was Jennifer Lawrence as Katniss Everdeen in The Mockingjay Part 1 <laughs> and The Mockingjay Part 2. Sure. Well, you see, the books didn't have a Jennifer Lawrence. They only had the cat that's ever did. See, so. you saying that. You saying that, right? But can you imagine somebody else who isn't Jennifer Lawrence playing Katniss? I mean, not now. But I didn't know who the hell Katniss Everdeen was when I didn't have a Jennifer Lawrence to put her face But we had a Jennifer Lawrence nonetheless. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. There you go. But, um, yeah, the second, the second movie was actually much better because... The first movie, they took some liberties that didn't make sense. A lot of the scenes uh, that they had inside there didn't make sense. And they cut a lot of the content out. Um, I don't recall what liberties they took from the first movie. I do acknowledge the fact that it was cut. But then, I always had mixed feelings about that. Because it's a movie and you only have so much time. So it makes sense that you keep the mm-hmm. important bits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. honestly, like, I... Okay, I have a rebuttal for that, but go on. I, I really didn't think Hunger Games was that bad. Okay. Do you remember when Rue died? Yeah. Do you remember how it happened in the book? Vaguely. Okay. You know that in the... Okay. You remember how it happened in the movies? Yes. You remember how she buried Rue in a field of flowers and whatnot? Yeah. Right. And you remember how in the very next scene, uh, how Katniss spent another minute, two minutes of Katniss either crying and or uh, freaking out, mm-hmm. being moopy, yeah. dead moody for whatever reason. Sure. Yeah, that didn't happen. Okay. That's what I mean when they had artistic liberties. They took I mean, liberties with it. Because the thing about it was was that the peacekeepers were trying to take Rue's body, but Katniss would not move. Yeah. I remember that. Right. That was what happened in the book. She would not move. But so, maybe they didn't have time for that. No. That, but we have two minutes to show Katniss crying and being moody? No, but this is That's what, why I said I had a rebuttal for that. But this is what I'm saying. Like, When you're doing a movie, you have to leave some things on the cutting room floor. So it's oh, like... Okay, then. It's like, okay, yeah, that was one scene, and I get it, because that's an important scene, but they also conveyed the message the same way. Like, Katniss got the people of District 11 to, they she 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 got them to empathize with her and her situation. But that see, was That was the collective moral okay. of what she was trying okay, to Okay, see, that's the heart of the issue, but they don't understand... The, See, they understand the result of the problem, but they don't understand the heart of it. In the book, the reason, like, even though Katniss, they kind of showed Katniss and Rue being really close in the movie, they didn't really show it like that based on how it was inside the book. Inside the book, they spent days together, not several hours together hunting or Katniss just showing her how to do one or two things. They spent days together. They built a bond. That was the reason why when Katniss left, and she came back and found Rue died. That's the reason why it hurt. That's the reason why she didn't hesitate to kill that guy, even though she had never killed before. Okay, what? hear what I'm saying. When you have a book... 
See, I understand where you're going with that, yeah, but that's but what I'm no, s- I just I sorry, like this is just a this has always been a personal thing for me. And as someone like we grew up in the YA era and like mm-hmm. it's just fine. Okay. The Twilight movies made me realize that the Twilight book series was fucking awful. And that's not just because of who they had acting in the movie and all of the things that were bad about the movies. But it's kind of like I always as someone who loves to read, I always hated the that's not what happened in the book explanation. The thing is, if you can get the point of the message from the book, and you can also get the point of the message from the movie, you don't need to compare the two. Because when you have a movie, especially when the writer of the book is on set of said movie like you have to take consultation from them to do this movie it's like they have limited space to work things in and some things need to get left behind and some things need to be condensed in a way that you still get the point but it's not going to be the same okay i get that so i get the entire scene and build up with rue was different it wasn't the same, and personally, I agree, it was not as impactful as it was in the book. But the difference between the book and the movie is that from the book, you are literally reading from Katniss's perspective the entire time. You have no choice but to see what she sees, read how she feels, and, thinks what, and think what she thinks. You have a different perspective from the movie. Okay, see, I can't... I can't get that because the movie is still told from her perspective. But I digress. My thing with that is, is I feel like... I have to go with my feelings for this one. I feel like there's no excuse for cutting content unless it was... Unless you're taking... Like, if you're taking artistic liberties, take your artistic liberties. But don't have, try to have the same exact content in it, but you don't understand why it's impactful. Think of it like this. We don't talk about it, but let's go. Lion King animation versus Lion King live action. Mufasa's death. Which one is much more impactful to you? The animated series. Right? Why wasn't the the 2019 movie as impactful to you? Because they're just trying to make money. But it's but it's almost the same beat for beat. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Literally, what happened on the screen and what happened what happened between the two movies were practically identical. Yes, there were one or two, one or two differences, mm-hmm. but they were more or less the same. But why did the animated series, sorry, the animated movie, why was that much more impactful than the remake? Okay, for me, go on. No, you have go anything on. else? That's that's an apples to oranges comparison because with Lion King, that is the same company doing the same movie, both movies. They're both movies, both animated movies. The same company. Doing the same thing twice. One is just worse than the other. And the reason for that is because the reason why Mufasa's death scene was so more, much more impactful in the animated series is because you can draw those expressions. You can hear the, the music was better. Like, the score was better. The expressions were, like, more lifelike. The acting was much better. 
everything culminated in that entire movie just being better than what the 2019 series was. Okay, you saw what you said just now? Yes. That's between that's that's how I feel about the Hunger Games book okay, compared but, to the movie. And I'm not saying that you can't feel that way, but what I'm saying is that's movie to movie. This is a book to a movie. But that's what I'm getting at. There's no that to me it doesn't matter the media. If if um if the book itself was not able to convey these things properly, the mo- the movie itself can't convey convey those things properly. I don't agree. Name one book that could not that was bad, but the movie was good. That had an adaptation, or the media, or any other media that's based on it was better. I've never seen any. Exactly. So I no don't say exactly. Okay. You know what, I have fair. never seen I, any. No, that's fair. That, that doesn't be, mean it doesn't on, exist. Hold on, jeez, jeez. That'll be your homework. Find me a media. Find me any media where the original, i.e., the book or the initial story that it was based on, the the adaptation or the um, the movie was better than the source material. That, that's what I want you to do for me. Once you do that, I will concede this argument. I will concede this argument. Never had it from me again. You read anime and manga, have you not? Yes. What does anime do different than manga? What does anime do that manga cannot do? <laughs> Move. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. But it's not the difference. The difference in media. Oh, See, saying that it's not better is your opinion. That is not a fact. But saying that you have to use the strength of the medium that you are using, that is a fact. Okay. You have to use the strength of the medium that you're using. Yes. But if you're going to say that, then there's no excuse for being lazy. If just... If... If... But, Snyder, hold on. If the Justice League movie that came out... I'm going to use Justice League for this, for example. If the Justice League movie came out, when it came out two hours long, mm-hmm. right? Told a told a complete story from start to finish. Wasn't going to hear a story. There were a lot of things in it that didn't make sense. Okay. What happened? They released the Snyder Cut. Basically, all the things they had cut out, extended the movie for over four hours. To four hours, however long it was for. And the movie made more sense. Was it a better movie overall? No. It wasn't a a better movie on its own. But compared to where it originally came from, which which would be the original Justice League movie, it is much better by leaps and bounds. So if you're going to say that if the media that you use um, is the reason for you doing these things, then you have to make better decisions. I'm not saying that you can't cut things. I'm not saying you can't change things. I'm just saying that understand the reason why certain things make sense. The reason why the whole Lion King scenes between the two movies, the animated um, movie was better is because, like you said, you can see more things. It had more heart. The second movie doesn't have the same heart. It doesn't have that um, gut-wrenching feel that you have. There's no pull. Everybody just seems tired. Everybody's not giving their all. It's like you understand why... It's like, you know why people like the first movie, but you don't understand why. Like, you know they like the scene, but you don't understand why they like the scene. So, for me, they knew the Hunger Games book, but they don't understand it. Even though they might have had the the writer on set, I understand that. They may or may not have that. I don't know. I personally don't know. But I feel like the result that what we got was shy in comparison to the book. Another scene that stands out the most to me was Kato's death. Kato's death in the movie was seconds. Okay. And in the book, it lasted days. I no, think. it lasted all night. Yeah, okay. Like, they intentionally kept him alive all night. 
Right. Even the mutts that came out, the biggest difference between the two was was that the mutts just look in the movie just look like big pit bulls. Inside the the book, they describe them as all of the dead, all of the dead tributes. Yes. They they had their eyes and they had features of them. Okay. That is something they could have done in the animated movie. How do you know that? What do you mean? How do you know that? How did you know that they had the capability of doing that? And this is what I'm saying. Like, with movies, you have to consider budgets, time restraints, all of those things. And the thing is, it's like, I'm not disagreeing that the book was better. That's not the argument here. The thing is, it's like, saying that the book did it better, ergo, this is bad, that just doesn't fly. I'm not saying that. Okay. Let me, let me clarify something. I'm not saying that the movie is bad because the book did it better. I'm saying the movie is bad because it's bad. And when I compare it to the source material, it's worse. Which is the reason why I say Catching Fire is much better. Even when I compare it to the book, it's as close to source material as possible. But on its own, it fixes all the mistakes from the first movie. There wasn't a bunch of over-dramatization. The characters seemed much more fleshed out overall. They had more character overall. Nobody just seemed bland. They had life in the second movie. Except Katniss. You can't fix Katniss. Katniss is a bland character. That was her whole stick. She was supposed to be bland. That's just why protagonists on the whole. But it's kind of like, okay, if you think the first movie is bad, fine. I'll leave it at that. You think it's bad. I disagree, but we'll leave it at that. But I think it's just, like, you're being too harsh when it comes to your reasoning for why the first movie was bad. Because to say it's like, they don't understand what makes the, the book work, why was then Catching Fire and Mockingjay wouldn't have been good <laughs> if they didn't understand what made the franchise mm. work. I Like you said, Catching Fire was better. I didn't say it was the best. Like, out of all the three movies, part one, part two, part three, part two would be the best. Okay. And Mockingjay only beats the original Hunger Games by a small margin. They cut out so many things out of that movie. Because you have to. <laughs> like, I'm not debating that. But they cut out characters. They cut out so many things that if, you, if you've if you read the book and you've seen it, like a lot of people end up reading Hunger Games because of the movie. Okay. Like people had their first their first look at the Hunger Games was based on the movie and then it was like, Hey, there's a book about this. Let me go read the books. Well that didn't happen. Well that didn't happen like that in the movie. Well that didn't happen like that in the movie. And that's what ends up happening. I mean, you can't help but compare it. I feel uh, yeah, you say you can't help but compare it, but like you don't have to. <laughs> Enjoy See, both of them for what they are. <laughs> hey man. You I know? want you to know like, you, that that is literally just a recipe to make yourself miserable because I've never watched I've never read Ender's Game. Don't. But when I watched the movie, I'm just like, hey, this is a pretty neat concept. But you know what I was doing? I was surrounded by people who read the book and they just on the side of me. Well, that didn't fucking happen. Well, that's stupid. Well, that's dumb. And I now as a viewer can't enjoy this fucking movie because I'm with a bunch of people who are just like, and then you fuck this movie because it's like. Hey man, let I'm let people right have fun. <laughs> I'm not okay. Let me let me let me clarify something. There's nothing wrong with you enjoying something that's bad. 
if the if you're enjoying a, a movie or media that's based on something else and you enjoy that media that's fine whether or not that media is bad that is up that's your own personal taste that's what you like there's nothing wrong with that but to say that you can't enjoy it because other people are sudging about it isn't really a good take on it i mean that, i'm just telling you my experience it's really hard to sit in a theater with people who have read the book and i'm trying to watch the movie as someone who didn't read the book and i'm just literally hearing the grumblings of my friends like well that didn't happen and just like just just fuck so it's kind of like now I feel like I have to hate this movie <laughs> I mean to me I still haven't read Ender's Game the movie itself wasn't good <laughs> that's just me as a casual moviegoer but that's the thing the movie wasn't good but I, I liked it I liked the concept I should say and that's what I'm saying there's nothing wrong with you liking media that's bad there's nothing wrong with you <laughs> liking media that's bad there's nothing wrong with that but to say, but to say that I'm being, uh, other people are being too harsh on it just because they know the source material isn't, isn't fair to them either because they know the source, they know what it's based on. You can see that's like Mar- that's like hold on, that's like the Marvel movies. Hold on, that's like the Marvel movies. I'm a big Marvel fan. I'm a huge Marvel fan. I love Marvel and DC. I'm a very, I used to be a very avid um, comic comic book reader. Not so much in recent years, right? Okay. A lot of the source materials on a lot of the movies that come out, I want you to know, based on the the comics that they were based on, big one, I'll name one up the top of my head, Civil War, the movies pale in comparison. Okay. But the reason why I enjoy the movie is because it's dumb fun. The movie didn't take itself serious, even though it was a very serious topic matter. I felt like, hey, the movie could have been better, but you know what? I enjoyed it for what it is. Does that make the movie good? No. Does it make the movie bad? No. I just, I, I, my whole point is I don't like the source material argument because in that case, everybody should be mad at every fucking Disney movie that exists. All of them. Every single one. Disney made their entire front, like their entire empire off of other people's IPs. (laughs) Yeah. And when they, what happened when they brought out the original stories? They never did. They did. Some of the old ones and them very old Disney cartoons, the really dark Disney cartoons, they had the original stuff, and a lot of not, not a lot of people liked them. What ended up happening was was during the Renaissance, um, the Disney Renaissance, and they made the whole happy ever after story. That's when Disney really started booming. Because don't forget, Walt Disney was a money rubbing dude. Man. Yeah, but none of those IPs belong to Disney. So I'm not saying. I'm, hold on, I'm not okay. See, now you're going into a different territory. I'm not saying that um, you're taking somebody else's IP and you're just fucking it up. Or you're trying to do whatever. What I'm saying is, it's like if you base it on the source material, it's not good. Now you're saying like Disney took their IP and made the empire off it, which is true. They really did. They still do. <laughs> they still do because they made they remaking their remakes. But who does it doesn't matter. It just matters on how truthful you are to your source material. Now, like you said, this everybody should be mad at Disney. But Disney branded itself on Happy Ever After. Yeah. They changed the story. They took liberties. They had they kept majority of the stories as close to the source material as possible up until a certain point. Up until a certain point. And then they took their liberties. The thing is, like 
They're called the Grimdales for a reason. I'm just going to leave it at that. They but, are Grimdales. Yes, Disney did brand make their brand unhappily ever after. But that's not my point. My point is, if, if, if someone's saying that, oh, if you know the source material, you have no choice but to... Com- like, you feel like you have no choice but to compare, then why not compare them? Then compare them. But what I'm saying is what makes what makes the Disney movies good is because on their own they're still cohesive stories. They're still good stories. They're still things that people put effort into. And that's see you saying everything I was saying from before. Just put in the effort. You un But anyways, I digress. When I'm you're not saying anything that I disagree with. For me, the Disney stories even though they are based on something else, they, they, they can still be their own standalone stories. The Pocahontas movie that we got was not the first Pocahontas movie that Disney brought out. The Pinocchio movie was not the first Pinocchio movie that we got. A lot of the movies that um, came during the Renaissance, the Disney Renaissance, weren't there. Some of them weren't their first go at it. I know Pocahontas for sure, for sure, was not their first go at it. But that doesn't matter because Personally, when they... Personally, I feel like you shouldn't be trying to tell a whimsical version of Pocahontas to begin with, but... Hey, man. Happily is it, ever is, is one thing to take a fictional, what? terrible story and try to make it whimsy, but to take things that happen in real life and try to make it whimsy? <laughs> what I'm getting at is, is that if the source material is bad and the movie is good, then it's fine. But if you know the source material that this media is based on, and you compare it to the media that you are now presented with. If you compare the two, of course there's going to be some differences. Somewhere. On the sheer virtue that some people can't look like a 15-year-old, roided-out, um, masculine man. Some people can't do that. And, you know, be 15. But my point that I'm getting at is, is that if you notice source materials based on the two media whether or not they are two different media if you compare them there's nothing wrong with that compare them but don't but if you prefer one or the other just say that hey i prefer one over the other but if one is inherently bad it doesn't matter if i compare it to the source material it's still bad if i've never read the source material if i don't know the source material or i don't have never seen the the adaptation remake or whatever of you if whatever media I'm looking at at that time is bad, it is going to be bad. Does I, not matter who I compare it to or what I compare it to. No, I don't disagree. I so, don't disagree. Where, where the disconnect is happening is your reasons for The Hunger Games being bad has only been comparisons to the book. It's mainly compared to the book. But I wouldn't say only compared to the book. So I, if you're... Okay. I just need you to tell me why you think it's bad. Book aside. <laughs> book aside. Okay, book aside. Um, Katniss was very melodramatic. In a sense, like, very melodramatic. There was a lot of things that did not make sense in the movie. For instance, Peter being able to paint his face and get it um, spot on as camouflage next to a rock without being able to see his face. Alright. After Rue's death, like, even if I do take the comparison aside of what happened in the book, what was the point of her having a whole two-minute breakdown if just to show that, if not just to show that she is hurt over it, right? 
But she died right in front of her. Why couldn't you have be hurt in front of her right then and there? I mean, that's not what I got from that. I feel like it was a combination of, one, your friend being killed, and two, you just killed someone, which is, like, traumatic in and of itself. She's never killed anybody. And on top of that, See, she... that's and on top of, you. And that's you. Oh, that's you. You said that's what you take from that. But you asked me why I thought it was bad, and I'm telling you why it's bad. To me, why it's bad. Okay, go on. <laughs> I feel like the CG inside... And CG inside was god-awful. I did not like the way much look. Okay. I did not like the way much look. Like, these might seem like nitpicks and whatnot, but I did... But I didn't like Jennifer Lawrence's overall performance in the first one, in the first movie, compared to the other ones. Like I said, in the second one, all the characters seemed to have more life. Like, they seemed to have a purpose... Other than, uh, we have to, we are in a death game, we have to survive. They didn't have a character. Like, Candace was a real blank slate. My favorite character inside that entire movie was Hamish. Hamish is being consistent from movie one to movie four. Movie three, I mean, however you want to word it. From part one to part three, Hamish is being the same character. And I like that. I like I, I forgot the actor's name, but I always like his performance. And I really enjoyed his rendition of Hamish. I really liked that. Hamish always Hamish always seemed to be that snarky guy. Very condescending. But he always looks out for people. You know? Mm-hmm. That's just the type of person that he is. I like that about Hamish. And I felt like without even without knowing him in the book, that was very uh, that was very apparent in the movie so I never there was never a misinterpretation of his character I I'm 50-50 on Snow I'm not too sure about Snow like he didn't really appear much in the first movie but he shouldn't have appeared at all but it was kind of like to make a point to make a plot he they had to show him well he was in the book and he was in the first book there wasn't even they never even saw the game maker in the first book so well, never... the game maker was a liberty that they took. Right. But the conversation between Snow and the game maker would have never happened. That only happened in the movie. That's why I say them that's why I said they took some liberties. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with them taking some liberties. I just wanted the story to make more sense than it did. Because the liberties they took was very inconsistent. That's me. Okay. <laughs> Right. Which is the reason why I said in the second movie, which is my favorite one out of the trilogy, makes more sense because they fix a lot of the problems from the first movie while being true to the second, doing being true to the book. So to me, on all fronts, it makes it's a better movie. It's better if you if you've watched the first Hunger Games movie and you watch the second or the second movie, the second movie will make sense. If you've read the first Hunger Games book and you read the second Hunger Games book, the second movie still makes sense. It on its own, it still stands its own. It, you don't need to know the source material for that one. On its own, it's a pretty it's a pretty good movie. So they tied in a lot of things from the first movie. They tied up all the loose ends. They made um, a lot of the characters stand out more very apparent. Even um, somebody. Who you who you rarely saw in the beginning, um, Joanna and um, oh lord, what's his name? The Electrica guy, Beatty. Beatty, yes. Even them, even those characters who you rarely saw a lot, 
anything in. Like, you got to understand their characters based through the actor's rendition of the characters. Yeah. Like, you get to know the characters, and that's what... Ooh, excuse me. That's what I like about the second movie. The second movie has character. Yeah. Nobody is bland, so to speak. Except Katniss. Katniss is always bland. In the YA protagonist, I'll say it. And Gale. My God, I forgot Gale. I will die on that hill. YA protagonists are meant to be bland. Gale is the (laughs) most wonder... He's the wonder bread of fucking um, bland characters. He's just the other handsome love interest. Because they're all handsome. They have to be. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be this one bland girl being fought over by two really chiseled dudes. Mm. For reasons. Except this time... They're both human and not a werewolf and a vampire. You leave Twilight alone. I will not. Okay. Anyways. I don't think you understand that I was in high school during the high, during the Twilight craze. And I, as ashamed as I am to admit this, was one of those people that had the entire series. I still have the entire series. Fuck, I bought you some of the books. But my adult self, who prides herself on being a writer, acknowledges that... That book is problematic. YA in and of itself is problematic. Because they're young adults slash teenagers. They only know how to think with their hormones. Nah, you really just meant the whole bland protagonist being fought over by two really handsome dudes that apparently don't want anybody else except this bland piece of white bread. Or, or, or. Fuck, has there ever been a blonde male protagonist that has two hot women fighting over it? Probably. Okay, we gotta read that one. Just for like <laughs> just for the ironic sake, we need to read that. I, I would love to know what that's about. But alright. Um It's usually less the women are fighting over him and more of it's like, I don't know which one I to choose. No, I'm not fighting over him. <laughs> that's no, that's anime territory, that's why. They usually don't know about each other. Allegedly, I don't know. I've never read. I've never read a YA book that had a male protagonist. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if it exists, and if they do, audience, please. YA demographic is teenage girls. Teenage girls. Uh, Please, if you know of uh, which I was once. Shush. A stupid teenage girl. Mm -hmm. Shush. You still. You were indeed a teenage girl. I was a stupid teenage girl. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. You were indeed a teenage girl. (laughs) Uh, uh, the stupid part though. Um, eh, I liked what I liked. Please, any of our, our our listeners, if you know of a young adult novel where the protagonist is a bland male and he has to save the yes, and he has two hot females uh, pining for his love and affection, that isn't an anime please uh let us know put it in the comments send it to our emails we, we would love to know i'm not gonna read i would it. love to know i'd read it but i'd like to know if it I, exists I would love, I would love to read it. <laughs> all right so any you got anything else to throw into the pot i mean i liked one half of mockingjay no 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 that's not fair i liked them both i did like part one and part two but I feel like part 
two mm-hmm. was where all the meat happened. Or all the good stuff happened. Like the stuff that sticks with me about the series. Mm. That's where all the killing happened. Yeah. Psycho. R.I.P. Finnick. Yeah. <laughs> but all in all I would say gosh what we have we have Harry Potter we have the Twilight series we have the Hunger Games no there's more uh and Ender's Game didn't make it to a part two I mean in terms of like movie adaptations that actually finished the entirety of the series all in all I would say Hunger Games isn't that bad (laughs) could have been better yeah but I implore you that uh, the the YA books that you probably read at the time, they're not as good as you remember them. I never said they were. They're, they're, just, they're really not as good as you remember them. I this is not for you. This is for the audience. And, uh, uh, you're probably right. All right. You ready to move on? Sure. Okay. Uh, my- Chat, bring me another shot. Shh, silence before I say follow things at you. Well, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the cat. I said what I said. <laughs> Alright, so gonna not- go to this new segment. I'm gonna wrap it up after this, more likely. We're gonna go to a new segment. Not really all that new, but... Fuck's a condom. Anyways, right? <laughs> we're gonna go to a new segment, and we're gonna, we're gonna see this, because I sprung this up on Ty, she doesn't know what this is about, but I really would like to see where heads at, and I really want the audience to judge her harshly, as I will. Based on her choices. Yeah, he just wants to like let people know that I'm actually a fucking idiot. That's fine. Something like that. Alright. Fuck. Marry. Kill. Oh, boy. Alright. Oh, gosh. Okay. Alright. First up, we get... Please don't judge me. We get Rizzo. I cry. Lust. And Lanfan. Jesus. Hold on. Okay. Rizzo. Rizzo Hawkeye. Lust and Lanfan? Lanfan, yes. Ah, uh, okay. Um. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, I'm going to make these. Some of these are going to be uh, easy for you, but some of these going to be hard for you. Marry, fuck, kill. No, no, you got to no, say I got to say it yeah. in our, So it's yeah. fuck, marry, kill? No, no, no. no. You just got to say who you would marry, who you'd fuck. Okay, I'd marry Riza, I'd fuck Lust, and I'd kill Ranfan. What? Yeah, that's fair. Oh, we're gonna have to put a reading on this episode. <laughs> we're gonna have to put a reading on this episode. I mean, we've. I mean, all of our episodes are explicit. We say fucking shit so much inside our episodes. Fuck shit. <laughs> Damn it. There you go. See. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. No one's gonna judge me for that one. I'm sure everybody yeah, understands. Sure. Like sure, I like sure. Ron Fan as a character, but all right. do you see the choices? <laughs> all right. So we got Kratos, Zelos, and Regal. Ooh, I hate you for this one. Okay, I would... Okay, uh... Sacratos, Zelos, and Regal? Mm-hmm. I'd fuck Zelos. I'd marry Regal, and I'd kill Kratos. Okay, 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 okay. Alright. Should, should we let people know what these characters are? Okay, oh, okay. Um, okay so the, full, first, the first one was from Full Metal Alchemist. The second one was from Tales of Symphonia. Okay. The reason why I'm not telling them right away. No, tell them after. That's I'm fine. I'm telling them after. That's but fine. I don't want to give you any ideas. Yeah, I don't know. That's fine. Okay. Okay. 
Tough nuts, not loud of fish legs. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Can I just kill all of them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that choice. And this is from How to Train Your Dragon. Ugh. Believe it or not, I went to put Stoic on this list and I was like, no, I can't put That would have been too easy. Yeah, Stoic would have been too easy. I just want to kill all three of them. You there didn't you go. put any good choices on there. Hey man, you got to choose a lesser of three evils. Oh my god. For okay, all so three. rough, tough, and no, not loud? No, no. Tough uh, nuts, uh, not loud, and fish legs. Oh, okay. Um... I'd probably marry Fish Legs because he's nice. Okay. I'd kill Snot Loud. He, he, he's wow, a, he's annoying would, as fuck. You would fuck Tough Nut. I would. You know what? He is less annoying than Snot Loud. You know what? That's that's fair. That's from how to I can you, take right? stupid. I can't take arrogant and stupid. Okay. <laughs> this one. Okay. So we get. All of these. Remember when I asked you to choose another game that you wanted? Sure. Remember what it was? Oh no. Okay. Hey, oh, say for the audience. Okay. I said Pokemon. Po- Pokemon, right? And I actually was Generation. And I said Second Gen. You're right. That's Gold, Silver, Crystal. Oh gosh. Okay. Claire, Jasmine, Whitney. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> oh gosh. I'd fuck Claire. Okay. I'd fuck Claire, I'd marry Jasmine, and I'd kill Whitney. I knew you were going to kill Whitney. I, but Nobody likes Whitney, boy. <laughs> fuck Nobody that Mel likes, Fuck. fuck Nobody that likes Whitney. Fuck that Mel I was trying to remember <laughs> if Karen was in Generation 2, but I forgot. I don't think so. No, Karen was in Generation 2. She was in 9. She had that. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was supposed to put um, nah, nah. Karen for Whitney instead, but I even Cla- remember. Claire's her. hot, but she comes off as a MILF, so I'd... Uh, even though she probably doesn't have any kids but like you would fuck, I'd fuck Claire, you'd fuck Claire? Okay, I'd marry fine. Jasmine because she seems more like my type mm, you like them hard steel girls eh she's cute she's adorable okay despite her walking around with this giant fuck off steelix you know what that's right alright so this one is gonna be the rest of these I guess gonna be uh your trail mix I'm so glad you didn't choose actual Pokemon Oh, I thought no. you were going to. That's I why thought I, about it. That's I thought why, about it. That's why I, I thought about it. That's why I said, "Oh no!" At the beginning, I thought about I'm it. I'm like, "Oh, I did think." People about are it. gonna put me in the furry category, and I don't like that. Hey man, once you put low pony in it, you gonna fuck it. Everybody no, who's hey, seeing low pony wants to fuck a low Were there any anthropomorphic in Gen two? Anthropomorphics in Gen two. I don't think like the closest anthropomorphic Jinx. Pokemon I can think of. Think of Jinx. Was, Nizel. No, not like not. From Gen 1, but I mean like new Gen 2. Pokemon. In Gen 2? I'd have to look at the list again. I have to remember. I feel like Ampros is the only one that I can think of. It's the only one that's coming I mean, to Gen mind. 1 and Gen 2 were, were primarily based on animals, if I remember correctly. Uh, Except Jinx. I missed a mine. Alright. Yeah, we're going to talk about those two. Okay. So, um, for this one, this one, like I said, is going to be a trail mix. Ash heckled a Mr. Mime and it became a stepdad. <laughs> Boy! <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Alright. So, iPhone. Ten Ten and Nami. From One Piece? From One Piece. Soifon oh. from um, Bleach, Ten Ten from Naruto, and Nami from One Piece. Gosh, why Mainly did you... What? Because I picked your favorite characters. I don't uh, know if you like Nami, but I... I do love Nami. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. I was on the right track. So, I, I told you I was no, going to make you, this If you had put you. Robin there, then this choice would have been too easy. But it's like... Nah, nah, nah. Robin is the MILF. You got to uh, get the young, hot... Teenage redhead with the tattoo. He says as if Robin and Nami don't look like they're the same damn age. Boy, listen. <laughs> but Robin comes off more as the motherly yeah, yeah. the group, so she she's does. definitely in the middle. She does. Um, jeez. Oh, if you think this one is bad, wait till you see the next list. 
I guarantee you're gonna fuck everyone. This is hard. Okay. Um, On this next one. God, this is hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kill. It's the kill one that's hey, getting Ryan, to you me. You gotta kill one of them. Okay. I'd fuck soy fun. Mm-hmm. I'd marry Tenzin. I'd kill Nami. Wow. You're really not going to let Tenten die. I know. You ain't going to let this girl Somebody die. has to love Tenten. Nobody and loves Tenten. It's going to be me. Nobody no, loves Tenten. No, I love Sakura. Mm, Plenty people love Tenten. You know what? You got me there. Compared Sakura to everybody, everybody fucking hates Sakura. But anyways, uh, I digress. No. All right. So this one, you're definitely going to choose fuck everybody. All right? Sure. But I, I won't be able to do that. So. Hey, man. But you're going to... but I. I'm, I'm gonna see how right I am. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. I'm gonna look you in your eyes for this one because I know this list. I'm, I'm gonna looking, stay I'm looking at, at the floor. No, look at me. No, look, look at me. Look at me. Mel Madara. Oh no! No. Chell. No. <laughs> Helen Park. Mel from Arcane. Chell from Road to El Dorado, and Helen Park from The Incredibles. Chell's underage. <laughs> And I ain't stop a grown man from touching that up. Hmm. Okay, first of all, you were right. But secondly, <laughs> oh, jeez. <sighs> Sorry, audience. I'd marry Helen, I'd fuck Mel, I'd kill Chill. Not what I thought you were going for, but you know what? That's... Hey. Hold on, you said you'd marry Helen? Yes. I'd... And I'd fuck Mel because it's Mel. Uh, listen, the age, the age is a is a bone killer for you. Huh? No, it's not because like Chell is of age, ish. But if I had to choose, I wouldn't marry Chell. No, <laughs> no, and I probably wouldn't marry Mel because she tries one. But wow, <laughs> but she's no, sexy. She so if sexy. I had the choice between fucking either Chell or Mel. I would pick Mel. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's the accent. Okay. Um, and the everything. All right. I feel like I just lost some friends with that you last one. I have lost some friends. <laughs> In my loss of friends. Oh, um, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we got this one. It's going to be hard because you want to kill all of them. Oh, joy. Shout Tucker. Uh, why? Griffith and Light Yagami. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Not the word I was going for. All of that is gross. Okay, fine, fine. I would kill Shao. Of course. Absolutely. No questions asked. Because fuck that guy. Um, I... Uh, I admire Griffiths because he's royalty. And I'd, I'd fuck Light. Because he's good looking, Marty despite being Griffith. a psychopath. Fuck light and kill a shower talker. That's not too bad. Gaston. Don't gross. Don't even make me do that again. Oh, no. I'm about to make you do it again right now. Gaston. Frollo. And Hans. Ew. <laughs> How did you take that last list and make it work? Persian, please get me a shot. I beg you. Oh, oh! For everyone who doesn't know, Shao Taco was from Full Metal Alchemist. Griffith was from Berserk, 
Um, and like right. Nagami is from Death Note. Death Note. Gaston is from Beauty and the Beast. Frollo is from Hunchback and Notre Dame. And Hans is from um, Frozen. Fucking gross. Are you going to make me choose between... Like... <laughs> oh, oh, what was the last one? Hans? Uh, Hans is the last one. It's Gaston, Ugh. Frollo, and Hans. How is Hans the lesser of three evils? But you're really going to make me choose between Frollo and Gaston? <laughs> like, like, oh, fucking hell. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, I pause. I, 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 can't, I can't do this. I can't do this so much. Please hold. Alright, so after that intermission... <clears throat> I feel like I need to go pray. Alright, but yeah, you need to figure out who you... What, what's going on between Gaston, Frollo, and Hanzo. Yeah. Can I just kill myself and then that would eliminate the choices that I have well, to make? Well, I mean... <clears throat> as much as you may want to kill yourself in a situation, no. Because then you can't marry or fuck the other person. Considering no, these are my options... No, you can't marry yourself and no, you can't fuck yourself. No, considering these are my options, I'm fine with that. Okay. Fine. Um, I would fuck Gaston. I would marry Hans. I would kill Frollo. Wow. Ugh. I feel dirty. That you should. You should be dirty. I should be ashamed. Yeah, I'm feeling both of those things. Well, Thanks. There aren't any sh- enough showers in the world. <laughs> so, Ganondorf, Bowser, and Wolf. Ugh! Well, you know, it's better than the last list. I say. Despite the fact that they're all animals. Except Ganon. He's only an animal sometimes. Mm. Well, that means he knows how to be a man in the streets and an animal in the sheets. <laughs> Gross. Mm. Um, hmm... Ugh. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna make me feel so weird. Um. It's probably gonna surprise some people. Probably surprise me. I'd fuck Yannon, mm-hmm. marry Bowser, kill Wolf. They're the same thing I had made. <laughs> See what you the, want. The toss-up was between fucking Ganon or Wolf. I'm not a furry man. I'm sorry. Not with that attitude. Not with any attitude. Says you. There's no knocking furries. It's just not for me. Mm. Poisonly. So she says. <clears throat> so. I had, uh... I only had nine options. Sorry, <laughs> nine thingam total. But my lovely co-host decided that she wants to get an extra one. So I'm like, all right, I'll make it. I'll, I'll do something for you. Hey, man, burn the meter. All right, burn the meter. Kami, Songo, Azula. Ooh. We need to have a talk about these underage characters you keep giving me. Hey, man. <clears throat> Child may have been old enough to consent, but Azula is not. <laughs> She's a whole fire lord. She can do whatever she wants. She is 14. 
<laughs> she can still do what she wants. Incorrect. Except consent. She can order my genocide, but she cannot consent. You want me to change? No, 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 no
like from from the second May came on the screen, I'm like, she's gonna be one of my favorites. You can tell. I just like goth girls. I was gonna no. put Raven on the list somewhere, but I was you're, like, no. You're projecting. They don't have to be goth. I'm projecting. Yes, it's the sarcasm <clears throat> for me. Because mm. I, I I wouldn't consider May to be goth. She would be her and the. The bounty hunter, they would probably be the two. The closest. bounty hunter is definitely more goth, I would say. <clears throat> I mean, she she got the whole devil lock situation going on, <laughs> but May, May is... only has her nails painted black. That's May, it. May is definitely a goth boy. Sexy goth dress. I didn't say anything. She just yes. doesn't sound like the type that you would define as sexy. Not traditionally sexy, no. The actual bounty hunter, that is sexy. That's a woman. That is a woman. Boy, listen. I hope. That is a woman's also, woman. Also, unless, because I heard you going to jail, so. For what? Huh? For what? Eddie was all over in that episode. He also tried to kill her, too? I mean, semantics. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, man, they went into her territory, and now they have, now, he got to make sure he in the right? Yeah. You're correct. <clears throat> Anyways. But that's going to... That I I am I've enjoyed your choices Whoa. for this for this fuck Marie girl. We might make this into a regular sec a regular segment. I'll come up with another five set of five different uh, sets of people. Uh, one for each category, one for anime, one for game, one for entertainment, and then I might throw you a curveball just to see what happens for the last one. Sure. All right. So did you enjoy? Did you enjoy this? How how'd you feel about the fuck Mary kill? Difficult. Really? And gross and so. And gross and so. Okay. Tell you what. <clears throat> Next episode, you can get back at me. You can make your own list. Don't give me that power. I'm giving you the power. Don't, don't you give. can do. You can make your own list. Make don't. me suffer. Make me squirm. Don't, Make me feel uncomfortable. Don't give me that power. Make me feel uncomfortable because I see you looking at Sora on my screen. No, I'm not. What okay. are you talking about? Mm, mm, mm. So you can make me uncomfortable, and that's perfectly fine. Sure. Okay. You know what? Just remember you asked for this. Hey, man, I asked for plenty of things. Doesn't mean I always get them. I do ask things. But anyways, uh, folks, that's going to wrap it up for another episode of Dream Age. Join us next time where Ty is going to make me madly uncomfortable. But I'm looking forward to it. I've never done a single thing to make this one. That is incorrect. We can't talk about it on the public forum. I don't know what he's talking about. You want me to whisper it in here? No, thank you. Okay, then. Because I will tell you the first time you've made me uncomfortable. The first time? The first time you've made me uncomfortable. No, thanks. Okay. That's not the same we didn't. <laughs> Isn't that right, Gary? Anyways, we'll see you folks on the next episode. Bye. Bye, everybody.